This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. Do not focus on the White House and do not rely on the White House, the government, to take care of your house. Because if we look in the past, I think the numbers are right around 3%. Only 3% of the people who actually apply for student loan forgiveness has actually gotten it and received it. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, everybody. This is Andy Hill, and today we're going to do two things. First, we're going to answer a question from the Marriage, Kids, and Money community about income-based repayment and student loans. And second, my daughter Zoe is going to join me for another money quiz, and she's going to read our review of the month. All right, let's jump into today's show. I received a question from Steven on Instagram at Andy Hill MKM, and here it is. My wife, and now me too, has $215,000 of student loan debt. We were using an IBR plan, haven't been paying since the pandemic, except a little bit. It seems like the right thing to do is pay the $600 to $700 per month, then pay tax on the forgiven amount. Or do we get as aggressive as possible and pay the damn thing down? I feel stupid I'm studying for the CPA exam and I should be able to figure this out. Who should we turn to for help? Well, Stephen, thank you so much for writing in on Instagram. I appreciate that. I feel your anxiousness in this question and your just general interest in having these loans out of your life. Kudos to you for calling these our student loans. You're married and you're going into this battle together. I love that. I had my own bout with student loans, but that was probably over a decade ago. So I thought I'd bring in a financial expert to help me out. So I'm excited to be joined by Anthony O'Neill, the number one national bestselling author and host of the popular podcast and YouTube series, The Table. He's the author of The Graduate Survival Guide, debt-free degree, and destroy your student loan debt. Since 2015, Anthony has served at Ramsey Solutions, where he teaches young adults how to budget, live without debt, avoid student loans, and build real wealth for their future. Welcome to the show, Anthony. Andy, man, thank you so much for having me back on. I remember being on here before, so... I'm excited, man. Looking forward to helping out this young gentleman and his beautiful wife, Stephen. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's start off with Stephen and see what we can do to help. So his family has now $215,000 worth of loans to tackle. Let's talk about <laughs> IBR. What is IBR? Because that's a term that not a lot of people know. And, and how might that be used in a situation like Stephen's? Well, IBR pretty much stands for income-based repayment plan, all right? And so for his situation, I am clearly going to say that an IBR just really helps his payment become lower. But the main focus is not the lower payment, okay? The main focus is the $215,000 that you have. And so for those of y'all listening right now to this amazing podcast and show, the IBR just helps you have a lower maintainable payment. That's it. It does not mean that it makes it easier for you to pay it off. It actually extends you a longer time to pay it off. 
So I don't want you to focus on your monthly payment. I want you to focus on the big amount that you have. And in Stephen's case, that's two hundred and. Ooh, $15,000 in student loans. Absolutely. So everybody's in a situation right now, I guess people with federal student loans, their rates are set at essentially 0%. If Stephen does want to get excited about this, what should he start doing to pay down this principal? You know, here's the main thing, man. I, I teach the debt snowball method. And so for me, is you're going to line up all of your debts. So let's just say for an example, right now, the only debt Stephen and his amazing new wife have is $215,000 in student loan debt. Cool, great. That's not just one student loan. That's several student loans that they have. So you're going to take your smallest student loan, Stephen, line up all of your student loans up from smallest student loan to largest student loan, and you're going to attack the smallest one when it comes to the amount, not to interest amount, because you need you need to start seeing some movement. But seeing a big number of $215,000, that can become discouraging. Let's be real. All right. But let's say the first one is only 5000 then the next one is 10000 the next one could be another 20000 and so on. Hey, you'll get excited when you see that first one start going. So you're going to make all your minimum payments on all the student loans that you have out there. But that next thing that I really want you to focus on is make sure that your shovel, your income is big enough to where any extra income, let's say if it's an extra $1,000, you're going to put that on top of the very first student loan. Now, depending on where, if these are government or if these are private, he needs to identify that so we can understand exactly how does principal and interest works. Because some principal, uh, some private student loan companies will not let you pay extra on principal only. You got to ride that out. But the government will let you pay extra on, on principal. So once you make your minimum payment, then yes, you're going to make an extra payment towards the principal. Do not get comfortable. Hear me clearly. I do not want you to get comfortable because it's 0% interest right now because of the pandemic. No, right now is the best time to attack it and go after it. So that way, if you're still in student loan debt, when the interest comes back on, you've attacked so much and you're not paying interest. Remember, interest is a penalty. Do not set yourself up to be and to receive more penalties down the road. So line all of your students up from smallest to largest, make your minimum payments on all of them, take all of your extra income, Get on a clear budget, a very strong budget. See where you can cut at. Take that extra income and put it on top of the first one until you are debt free. Uh, one thing I wish we knew, Andy, is how much income he had. I could really help out a little bit more there. But right now, we'll just focus on how do we get out of this $215,000. i am hopeful that with $215,000, he's got some sort of six-figure you know, income that's coming in that'll help him to tackle this thing. But that's not everybody, right? <laughs> Majority of people who actually do have student loans do not make over six figures. So... That's, that's kind of rough. Nearly only 13% of the people in America today make over six figures. Wow. Six figures. So I'm praying Stephen is one of the 13. I hope so too. I hope so for Stephen. Absolutely. So let's say that Stephen's got a buddy out there and his buddy's like, man, you know, you're making good money right now. You should be investing that money. There's lots of opportunities out there. You know, your student loans are a low percentage. What would you say to Stephen as he's getting that type of advice? Tell his friend to be quiet and mind his business. That's what I would say. I want to say something else, but, you know, my publicist is in the room. She won't let me curse. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, here's the thing. The number one investment you can make is into yourself. And let's really look at the math side, right? Let's say if you come back and you're paying 45 to 6% interest on your student loans. Well, you, you just made money back. If you attack the debt and get this debt eliminated, you just put more money back into your pocket and you saved yourself 
from paying out $25,000, $30,000 in interest. So when I hear people saying, oh, man, don't worry about that. You know, go invest the money. Well, you are investing the money. You're investing the money into you and into your family. The number one thing that is preventing people from building true wealth, Andy, from building true wealth are student loans. It's the number one thing. Student loans. When it comes to building wealth and becoming a millionaire, student loans are preventing people from doing that. So I don't want you to worry about trying to get, you know, the bag or trying to get all this money. No, I want you to worry about and focus on eliminating these student loan debt. Don't worry about 0% interest. No, take advantage of this season to eliminate all of your debt so that way you're not paying out a bunch of interest and taking money from your family to pay somebody else. I love it, yeah. And it's getting into that routine and those habits where that becomes just second nature to you. There's a lot of news and buzz and rumors about a potential $10,000 or $50,000 forgiveness of these student loans. When you hear things like that, should Stephen consider this type of opportunity in his plans? Hey, here's the thing. You know, a lot of people... Are, are getting excited about it. And you know what? For the first time ever, Andy, I would say, you know what? There's a possibility that this actually may happen. That's the truth. It's a possibility. And here's what I'm telling people right now. You're going to focus on your debt. You're going to go hard, okay? And if it comes, you take advantage of that opportunity. If it doesn't come, you are already focused and determined. Do not focus on the White House and do not rely on the White House, the government, to take care of your house. Because if we look in the past, I think the numbers are right around 3%. Only 3% of the people who actually apply for student loan forgiveness has actually gotten it and received it. So for me, my past is showing me, okay, wait, the government is not really doing what they say they're going to do. And so I'm going to focus on this. And then if the government does come through, then yes, take advantage of it. Absolutely. But I'm telling people, just focus on it. Get gazelle. Go gazelle. This way, if it doesn't happen, you're already in motion to get ahead of the game. If it does happen, take advantage of that, and you still are going to keep going. In his situation, $10,000, and if they go all the way up to what some of our other Congress people are saying up to 50000 which I just hope that they do not, I'm going to be honest with you, then you know that's he's still going to have close to $160,000, $65,000 to pay on. So he needs to be focused on this momentum. And so don't get comfortable. Right now, it's time for you to have a plan, stick to that plan, and and pay off your debt. That makes a lot of sense. Well, let's talk about student loan refinancing. You hear a lot of those opportunities, and obviously there's a difference between if you have federal loans or private loans. Is this something that Steven might want to consider as well? Absolutely. Depending on his interest rate, anytime you can get a lower interest rate, especially on that amount, I absolutely say so. And here, here are the key things when it comes to refinancing. And I love a company called Splash Financial. I, I send a lot of people over to Splash Financial. They are awesome. Nine times out of 10, they're going to beat the federal government's rate by a full percent. And that's the number one thing is make sure that you're losing and you're saving yourself a full percent. So you're going from 6%, for an example, to 5%. You're going from 5 to 4 Then number two, make sure that there are no fees associated with the refinancing, Okay. And so let's say if you do go down 1%, are they charging you fees to replace, you know, that 1%? So no, make sure that there are no fees. And then three, make sure there's no early payoff, okay? So if you refi with the company, make sure that there is no, there are no penalties to paying off. Now, when you refi, here's something I have to say on this show. You're not refining to get a manageable payment. You're refinancing to save yourself from paying out 
a lot of interest, a lot of penalties. So you're not going in there saying, okay, you're going from you're going from a five hundred dollar payment to a three hundred and fifty dollar payment. No, you're still going to make that three hundred and fifty dollar payment towards. It. As a matter of fact, I want you to put as much as you can. The main thing for refinancing is the interest rate. It's not the lower and manageable payment. It is the interest rate so you can get out of debt quicker and pay less penalties when you're getting out of debt. That makes a lot of sense. You know, Anthony, I'll be honest with you. I've been doing this show for almost five years and this student loan stuff is complex, man. It's it's making my <laughs> head spin. So if Steven is out there or anybody else listening to this stuff and they've got a complex situation like this, obviously you and I are having some fun talking about it today and helping Steven out, but is this something like a financial advisor would help out with or a financial counselor? Who could somebody like Steven turn to for some guidance on their particular situation? You know, a financial advisor protects your future. A financial coach protects your current and prevents you from going into debt in the past. So a financial advisor wouldn't be a good advice. I would not suggest going to pay a financial advisor to help you out with this situation because their main responsibility is to protect your future, help you invest, help you save. A financial coach can walk you through your current budget, can walk you through, okay, this is where you need to put this at on your budget. Okay, we need to eliminate this. They walk you through your now to protect you from going further into debt and to set you up to go see a financial advisor for your future. So anyone listening right now, I would definitely recommend it that they go to RamseySolutions.com and sign up for Ramsey Plus because inside of Ramsey Plus, they get coaches. They get financial coaches that's going to walk them through, okay, this is what you got to do. This is why you got to do it. And if you do this, you'll be debt free by this time frame. And so that's very, very important. I think everybody can use a financial coach, especially if you're in debt, especially if you have some complex questions that, you know, we don't have enough time to talk about today on this amazing show. Uh, But I would definitely go over to RamseySolutions.com, sign up for Ramsey Plus. And once you sign up for Ramsey Plus, you will have access to financial coaches that will walk you through step by step on how to eliminate your debt, on how to refi and why and, and, and educate you on why they're telling you to do that. And that's so important. Whether you're with a financial coach or a financial advisor, the best coaches on both sides are educators. This is what you, this is what I suggest that you do. Here's why. And here's the outcome if you do. Yeah, you want to feel like they are there to teach you, not sell you. I completely, completely agree. I think we helped out Stephen a lot with this question. Anthony, I had a couple questions for you. I know that you had quite the eye-opening college experience from what I've read and viewed and and seen. (laughs) Would you share with us how your time in college sort of shaped your future? Yeah, man, you know, I made some poor decisions in college. Racked up about $35,000 in student loan debt trying to impress others. I was living a life so that everyone else can like me and, and, and I could feel accepted by them. And so because of that, I racked up $15,000 in credit card debt, $10,000 in furniture bills, and then $10,000 in student loans when I didn't even need the student loans. You know, I had a partial scholarship and then I also had my father's GI bill. So school was 110% paid for, but I wanted to look good. I wanted the ladies to know my name. I wanted my friends want to come over to my house and play the PlayStation and the Xbox. Uh, and unfortunately, made a bad decision in school and it cost me my college experience. And so by the age of 19 years old, I am up out of college, $35,000 in debt, no job. And unfortunately, I couldn't go home. And so I spent uh, a good period of my 19-year-old season sleeping in the back of my car in the Walmart parking lot there in the San Diego, California area. And so I quickly learned then during that season, Andy, that 
the caliber of my present was determined by the choices of my past. And I didn't, my, my present wasn't beautiful, you know? And I said, if I really want to change the caliber of my future, I got to change the caliber of choices and decisions uh, that, that I am making presently. And so it was at that time that I determined uh, that I am going to be intentional about every decision that I make. Now, I'll be honest, have I made all the right decisions when it comes to my money, when it comes to my life and even relationships? Absolutely not. But at this age of my life, I'm very intentional. If I buy this today, how's it going to impact my tomorrow? If I'm buying this today, am I doing it just to feel good or am I doing it because it's something that I need? And let me say this, uh, whatever decision that you make, because you like it, because it makes, it makes you feel good, that's okay. Just make sure that the majority of your decisions are impacting you and setting you up to get closer and closer to your financial future that you desire. And that was my college experience. All of my choices was for others, but it wasn't for myself to set myself up. And so I learned a lot back then, and I'm extremely grateful for that season because it shaped who I am today. I'm scared to be broke, man. <laughs> I'm scared to be in debt because I don't want to go back to being homeless. And, and I want to make sure that I can tell my wife and tell my future kids yes and not no because of the poor decisions I made in my past. It's something to look back on mistakes or moments in our lives where we said, that was not a proud time for me. But the perspective that you can take away from that is, wow, I'm thankful for that lesson. I'm thankful for that journey that I had to go through. And it sounds like that is the takeaway that you have from your experience. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, it, it's there's a lot of things that I'm looking forward to just teaching my kids. I mean, I plan on taking them to the Walmart where I was sleeping. I plan on even taking my future wife there so they can really understand why certain things mean so much to me. So I'm looking forward to that. That's incredible. Well, you know, there's somebody listening right now, and I think we both sort of alluded to it earlier, that maybe they have over six figures of debt, and maybe they're definitely not making that six figures. And they're thinking, man, there is no way I'm going to get out of this mess in my lifetime. What would you say to that person? Yes, you will. <laughs> Bottom line. You know what? I, I didn't think that that I would. You know, I, I didn't grow up with a wealthy family. You know, I didn't grow up in a wealthy neighborhood. I grew up watching my mom work three jobs, making about $50,000 a year in, in California, which is not a lot of money. I grew up watching my biological father serve in the Army and you know, making $50,000, a year there as well. But you know what? It's not about how much money you have. It's about what do you do with the money and the resources that you do have. Some of the top professions when it comes to your normal net worth millionaires, teachers, accountants, and police officers. Well, how, Anthony, how are, how are they becoming, how are teachers becoming millionaires when they make on average in between thirty and fifty dollars to $60,000 a year? But let me tell you how. They're eliminating their debt. They're paying off student loans. They're paying off their homes. They're investing into their 401ks. They're investing into Roth IRAs. They're living below their, below their means. Yeah, are some of them driving their dream cars? Absolutely, but they're buying them used. Are they living in their dream homes? Absolutely, but you know what? They, they took some time to pay off on it. So it's not about how much income that you have. It's about how do you use the resources and the financial resources that you currently have. And if you can invest, if you can live below your means, then I promise you, you can be wealthy. Um, I know several people who make a million dollars a year and they're broke. I know several people who make $50,000 a year and they're millionaires. So uh, never say no. Just by my spiritual beliefs, if God didn't give up on me, I can't give up on myself. either. I'm just going to work hard. I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to be intentional. And I'm going to go accomplish what I set out for. 
I love it. I love it. Well, that same person is now inspired. Let's give them the first step that they should take following this interview to eliminate the debt in their lives. The very first step is get a vision. You know, the very first step is identify why. You know, why do you want to eliminate the debt? If your why doesn't make you cry, then the price of commitment will make you cry. I can teach you the, the steps. You'll join Ramsey Plus and we'll, you, you'll learn all the steps. But if your why doesn't make you emotional, if your why doesn't give you fire, then all the steps of getting out of debt and building wealth will make you cry. And if it makes you cry in the process, you're going to quit the process. So the very first step right there is to identify your why. Where are you going? Why are you going there? What's your vision? Then from there, it's a simple step. It's probably the hardest one. Take debt off of the table. A lot of people will say, you know what? I'm going to pay off my debt, but I'm going to transfer all my debt onto this one credit card. No, no more debt. Take debt completely off the table. No credit cards, no reward points, none of that. Take it off the table and force yourself to make smart decisions and, and honestly force yourself to be in a little uncomfortable position. And if you can do that, you'll be all right. And then the third step is, which is very, very easy because this is going to walk you through the process is to go to RamSolutions.com and sign up for Ramsey Plus. We're going to teach you everything you need to know from baby steps to emergency funds, how to save up for a house, how to invest, how to build the net worth, um, how to even set your kids up for college so they don't take out student loans like Steven's wife did. That way they don't have a mortgage payment without real estate. (laughs) If you're going to have a mortgage payment, you need to have some real estate. You need to own some land, own some property. And so there's so many things that we're going to teach you But make sure you have a why and make sure you take that off of the table. And I promise you, you will be successful. It is great advice, everybody. It's something that I was fortunate to follow almost a decade ago, finding the total money makeover. My wife and I got together. We had a negative $50,000 net worth. I had lots of student loans that I really enjoyed using for fun, not for school as much. I bought my wife's engagement ring with my student loans. This stuff works, everybody. We've made a lot of financial progress as a family together, and I'm proud to be able to interview individuals like Anthony today to share with you now. So Anthony, you have three books. Tell us about them and where people can get them. I've got one of them right here. Debt-free degree. As a parent, I am uh, super excited about this one because I want to help my kids get through college without student loans. So tell us about these books and uh, where people can get them. Yeah, man, to get access to all my books, podcasts, videos, all all my resources and content, you can go to anthonyoneal.com. That's anthonyoneal.com. But my first book is called The Graduate Survivor Guide. I co-wrote that with um, my good friend, Rachel Cruz. We talk about the five steps you can't afford to make in college. And literally, these are all the five mistakes that I made. Rachel didn't make one of them, you know, because she's Dave's daughter. <laughs> so I, I pretty much talk about everything I did wrong in college. And Rachel talks about, OK, this is why she didn't make those same decisions. So that's a great graduation gift to give to a senior if you really want to help them out as they process and walk into the next season of their life. The next book I wrote is called The Debt-Free Degree. It's a step-by-step plan on how to get your kids into, and check this out, through college 100% debt-free. This is a book that I wish that I had when I was growing up because I started this book out in the seventh grade. Okay, so I'll walk you through what, what classes, what should it be doing during the summer? How do we build their job resume, their college resume? When should it be taking classes? You know, during spring break, what should they be doing? So we literally break down from seventh grade all the way through their college experience what should, they, what should they be doing each semester so that way they are properly prepared and setting themselves up to get some scholarships, some grants, and even teach them how to negotiate with colleges. So it's a great book to check out from there. But then when I, uh, my team and I were out on book tour uh, promoting that book, one of the most common questions 
hiding my publicist and myself got was, okay, this is great for my kid, but then what about myself? You know, how do I get out of student loan debt? And so I came back to the team here and said, hey, you know, we need to write a quick read. It's a quick book on helping people how to eliminate their student loan debt. So we have a quick read. It's about 80-something pages long, taking maybe 45 minutes to listen to it on Audible. I mean, it's called Destroy Your Student Loan Debt. And this one is a step-by-step plan on how to get out of student loan debt quickly. And so it's a great book. That was 10 bucks. If you guys go to my website, I even think they have it on sale right now. It's like five or something like that. But go to anthonyneal.com, check it out. All those books are phenomenal books uh, that are geared to helping our young people cross over into their adult life ahead of the game, not drowning in debt. I love the levels of all of them. Yeah. So everybody check out these books and people are listening to this on a podcast or maybe watching our YouTube stream right now. Where can people listen to the table? Yeah. If you go to anthonyneal.com, you can choose podcast or you can watch the show right there on the website. If you're a YouTuber like myself, just go to your YouTube app and type in Anthony O'Neill and you'll find out some great information over there. Just hit subscribe after you hit subscribe to this channel right here <laughs> because I love Andy and what he's doing and the opportunity he's given me. Uh, so once you get done with his show, hey, come rock with me and I promise you I won't let you down. Excellent. Anthony, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. I think we helped Steven out and a lot of other people listening. Thanks so much. No, thank you so much, man. We'll be back to the show after a word from our sponsor. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work-optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. And use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 
2024. MarriageKidsAndMoney.com slash Tello. Let's jump back into the show. Before we go for the day, I'd like to ask you to do one quick thing to support this show. Please leave us a review in Apple Podcasts, and those reviews, my friends, help more people to find this show, so we really appreciate it. We're going to encourage you to leave a review of the show because we do this fun thing called a book giveaway. We do that each month, so... This month, we received six reviews since last month's book giveaway offer. And as a reminder, this quarter, we're going to be giving away three different book options from past podcast guests. The first one is You Need a Budget by Jesse Meekum. The second is The Dumb Thing Smart People Do With Their Money by Jill Schlesinger. And the last one is Aaron Lowry's book, Broke Millennial Takes On Investing. And to help me pick the winner this week, I have stolen my daughter from school to record in our car. And her name is Zoe Hill. How's it going, Zoe? Hello. What do you think about Daddy taking you out of school to record a podcast? Is is that a good dad or a bad dad? It's a good dad. It is a good dad? Yeah, I guess guess what time it was. What time was it? Right before math. Right before math. And math is your favorite subject? Oh, the opposite. (laughs) So it was really good timing. Yeah. What did your friend, you told me what you told me outside. What did your friend say when you walked out? Lucky. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that I could make your Friday a little brighter because you make my Friday brighter as well, my dear. So let's start off by doing a money quiz before we do the review. How does that work for you? Okay. All right, before we start, let me re-explain the rules for the people who are listening that maybe haven't heard this before. I'm going to give you three different questions, and for every question you answer correctly, I'm going to open my glove compartment and give you a dollar. I'll open it. Thank you very much. That's right. Actually, you're in the passenger seat, so it'll be easier for you to grab it. Sound good? Yes. All right. All right, question one. Zoe, for you... What do you like about using a debit card instead of cash? Well, because I don't have to carry all this cash around when I'm doing it. Also, you can just, like, slip it in if you're buying something. If you're buying something online, it'll be really easy instead of just, oh, here are, let me count the money, one hour later. (laughs) Okay, here you go. And the card swipe is, like, done. So it's convenient. Right? That's your favorite part about it. I think that's a correct answer. Everybody, let's give her a dollar and a round of applause. So Zoe, why don't you open that glove compartment and grab a no, dollar? No, my, I'm going to open Oh, you're going to do it all at once? Oh, you're yes. going to do it. Okay. And there's a dollar for you, my dear. An old crispy dollar. A crispy dollar. Well, to that point, do you even want the crispy dollar? Do you want me to just, just transfer some money into your ally? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. All right. Well, let's symbolically hold the dollar as your earnings. Let's go move on to question two. Question two, Zoe, if you buy something on Amazon and you decide you don't like it... Like my watch. What can you do? You can return it and get your money back, but you got to drive 20 minutes away. Yeah, sometimes you got to drive 20 minutes away, but the good thing is you get your money back, right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. So where did we take it, just so people know? Was it, do you remember it was, Lowe's? It's called Kohl's. Kohl's. Yeah, so evidently people, my, our friends listening, you can take your Amazon returns to Kohl's and they'll take them for you and ship them back for free. You don't even have to package them up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maybe look into that if you guys are returning things on Amazon, especially 
kid toys that you guys buy and maybe don't want to have anymore, right? All right. Well, I think that's another correct answer. Grab another oh, dollar yeah, out yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what? If you're ever buying that watch, it's like a kid zoom watch. Okay, yeah. So this is a, the, this is a review, everybody. The oh. audio is terrible. Yeah, so, so we got a kid's watch, and Zoe thought it would be fun to... It was waterproof, so I thought it would be fun. You could call people on it, but we didn't have the internet to call people on it. You yeah. could only listen to one song on it, and the mm -hmm. audio was terrible. Yeah. But on the bright side, I get a dollar. She gets a dollar. That's right. All right. Congratulations, Zoe. Question two answered correctly. All right. Question number three. This is a very important one. You yes. ready? Mother's Day is coming up next weekend. Mm -hmm. What would mommy like as a gift from you? Well, there's a couple gifts she would like. The first gift I'll probably do is a clean a little bit of the house. Mm. Probably buy her... Like, uh, she really likes cozy PJs. Oh, yeah. And she likes plants a lot. She yes. likes those yucca plants. That's so nice. I love those ideas. And not only are they great ideas, but you get another dollar. Yay! For three dollars for okay. the day. Okay, well, not that I'm saying that a dollar is better than Mother's Day, but okay. Yay! Yay! We like Mother's Day and dollars. And that's the money quiz, everybody. Zoe, congratulations on getting $3 today and hanging out with me in, in the SUV and skipping school. Is skipping school, is that a bad thing? Or am I good dad or bad dad? <laughs> They're listening. Oh, your school people? Oh, nobody's going to listen. Okay, then no. So it's good? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, let's do our reviews. So we had six reviews from this past month, and so let's do our thing. We're going to do it with Siri this time, everybody, because I don't have Alexa. Yeah, we're going to do Siri so on Go this. for it, Zoe. Hey, Siri, pick a number between one and six. That would be six. Okay, well, our sixth review comes in from Lindsay Sparks, 51, who calls it Favorite Finance Podcast. Thank you, Lindsay. Let's, let's read this one, Zoe. As a 21-year-old that is about to graduate college, I want to start out making the best financially decisions for myself, my partner, and future family. Listening to the podcast has expanded my knowledge on finances and has put me in a better position as I've been starting the real adult life. As a future school counselor, I love how you incorporate your kids into the podcast and teaching them along the way. Oh, Lindsay, thank you so much. And I love incorporating my kids, especially my Zoe girl. And with I, Chris Dollar Bills. With Chris Dollar Bills. And we have a lot of fun doing it. So thank you so much for that review. And Zoe, way to go reading a nice review there. Lindsay, I don't have your email. So if you could please email me a screenshot with this review, I'd really appreciate it. That way we can send you a book as soon as possible. And everybody else, we're going to be doing this again next month. So if you are inspired by Lindsay's lovely words, we're going to be giving away the same books and Zoe's going to be here. Maybe maybe we can skip school again. I don't know. Yes, please. <laughs> so please leave us a review in Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot of your review and let me know if we should skip school again next month and email me at andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com or post your Apple Podcast review on social media and tag me at Andy Hill MKM. That would be awesome. Thank you so much, Zoe. I guess we have to go back to school now. What do you think? No! No, please, did you, did no! Did you take an extra dollar? 
no, no, Did you no. take an extra dollar from the glove compartment? No, 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 no. This isn't a tip. No, 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 no. You did your work. You got three bucks. <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, look, Thank you, Zoe. One, two, three. Excellent. Say thank you. Thank you. In May, we're coming at you with another awesome schedule of, I guess, family financial fun. I'm going to call it that. On Monday, May 10th, author Kat Alford joins me to discuss how moms can decide between being a stay-at-home mom and a working mom. And then the Monday after that, May 17th, I'm going to answer a listener question about crypto and just share my general thoughts on the subject. We'll also hear from John from the Pacific Northwest who achieved a million dollar net worth and he's going to share with us how he did it. The Monday after that, we're going to keep the millionaire fund going with an interview from Clark Sheffield and Jace Mattinson who are the hosts of Millionaires Unveiled. So we're going to chat about what they've learned about millionaires after 200 plus interviews. The Monday after that is our 250th episode. Yeah, pretty cool. Thank you all. (laughs) And as I've done for every 50th episode before that, I'll be chatting with my family. As a reminder to myself and to you all, that they are the most important people in my world. And every Friday of this month, you guys are going to hear more bread and wine with my wife, Nicole. This is a candid chat between a husband and a wife about relationships, money, and oh, parenthood as well. Sometimes we invite guests on as well as we did last week with our buddy Joe Salci High. So we might dabble with that a little bit more. We're still figuring it out. <laughs> but it is fun. We're having a blast. So come join us. Thank you, everybody. I just got to say thank you, thank you, thank you for all your continued support. Not only is this little small business of mine growing each month, but I am honestly living my best life in the process. So thank you. I have you to thank for that, honestly. So I'll say it one more time. Thank you. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Barack Obama. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. It's time to be the change you want to see in your lives, my friends. Carpe diem. 